You are getting 100% Jody on women taking the lead. Vulnerability is the birthplace of love, belonging, joy, courage, empathy, and creativity. It is the source of hope, empathy, accountability, and authenticity. If we want greater clarity in our purpose or deeper and more meaningful spiritual lives, vulnerability is the path. Amen, Brene Brown. (laughs) Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me. We are just about to close out January. Can you believe we are already checking off one month in 2018? I hope you're feeling momentum and a sense of, I've got this, now that we are a few weeks in. But if you don't, I want you to know you are not alone. There is a virtual workshop I'm doing next week on how to get hours back in your week. And in retrospect, I'm seeing that I will be doing this workshop prior to starting the Tolerations Detox Challenge the next time I run it. The reason for this is the biggest obstacle those who did the challenge face was not having enough time to keep up the pace and complete the challenge. What has been heartening is I am still getting messages from women letting me know they fell off, but they're carving out time in the next couple of weeks to complete it. They are reporting that they've seen the benefits of identifying and removing tolerations from their life, even though they may have only addressed two or three thus far. Those benefits include a sense of relief, feeling in control, having more mental and physical energy, and feeling like they can tackle more. Also, I've been getting feedback on the accomplished intensive. The common theme is, it sounds great, but an eight-week commitment feels too overwhelming right now. I get it. So I'm going to break the intensive into two separate shorter programs, and you'll be hearing more about that soon. As for the workshop next week, this idea came to me as I was getting all this feedback. For those of you struggling with managing your time, whether you're currently still working through the Tolerations Detox Challenge, thinking about doing the Accomplished Intensive, or you just are overwhelmed with what you've already got going on in your life, this workshop may be the thing that draws the line in the sand for you regarding overwhelm. I'm going to cover six different strategies that will help you get control of your time, your calendar, and your peace of mind. So you're accomplishing everything you want to be accomplishing with more ease and a sense that there is plenty of time. To find out more about this online workshop and to sign up, go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash time. If this workshop interests you, but you can't make the call live, don't worry about it. Still register. I'll be recording the call and sending the link to the video and the worksheets to anybody who registers. Again, to find out more about this workshop and to sign up, go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash time. That's T-I-M-E. Since this episode represents month end, I thought I would also give you an update on the progress I've made with my goals at the very end of this episode. Since many of you expressed how helpful it was for me to use myself as an example or guinea pig as somebody else referred to it for creating goals, I'm going to give monthly updates that will be in the 100% Jody episode at the end of each month. 
So the update for January is at the end of this episode, so hang on for that. In this episode, I'm going to cover transparency, authenticity, and vulnerability. These have become buzzwords in the current vernacular. We have a strong desire to connect with something real. And it turns out reality TV is actually staged. And the current requirement for political correctness has caused an avoidance of the truth. With all the media channels, social or otherwise, that we are now on to engage with our friends and find out what's going on in the world, we have also exposed ourselves to an enormous amount of overdone marketing. It can be exhausting. On the flip side is the experience when someone without drama or manipulation tells the truth. (laughs) They open their minds, their hearts, and share their experiences in the hopes they can connect with others and be helpful to them. Just thinking about the experiences I've had when another person was willing to be real with me, it makes me feel joy. I sigh with relief because we can let go of the pretenses and have a real conversation about things that mean something to us. You can see why the pendulum is swinging and we are craving more of these experiences. Now many people are jumping on the movement to be more real, but this is also causing the waters to muddy because people are using the terms transparency, authenticity, and vulnerability incorrectly, and it's creating some confusion. Given that I've taken on vulnerability as my team for 2018, I'm especially interested in clarifying these terms because it will keep my intention top of mind. To start, let me give you some simple definitions. Transparency is how much you share. Transparency has more to do with the quantity of information you share rather than the relevance or the quality of the information you share. People or organizations that have a core value of transparency will likely let you see a good deal of their records and information, but you may not have any interest in that information. Authenticity is the truth of your words and actions. Authenticity has more to do with the quality of the information you share rather than the quantity, and it's backed up in everything you do. People who have a core value of authenticity will not quibble or try to couch their responses to your questions. They will give you their honest perspective and their gut reactions. You may not like what you hear them say, but that's your issue, not theirs. Vulnerability is the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed, either physically or emotionally. The added layer that is required to being vulnerable is risk. You have to be willing to risk rejection or attack. This is why Brene Brown, who's a social researcher on shame and human connection, rarely talks about vulnerability without discussing bravery. To truly connect with others, we must be brave and take the risk of getting vulnerable. And how do these three terms play together? You can be transparent without being particularly authentic or vulnerable. You can also be authentic without being transparent or vulnerable. But you cannot be vulnerable without being transparent and authentic. To be vulnerable, you must share more than you are comfortable with and be completely honest in the sharing. 
In the Accomplished community, which is my membership community, we have two Zoom calls a month when anyone and everyone can jump on to ask questions, get feedback from the group, or get coaching. In one of our December calls, somebody asked about how to build confidence. There were a lot of great tips shared by the whole group, and after it was done, I invited everyone, rather than focusing on building confidence, to take on being more vulnerable. Because when you are willing to be vulnerable, you don't need confidence, and those you are speaking with are more likely to connect with you as a human, as a professional, and as an expert. All right, I'm going to take a break from vulnerability here to talk about my sponsor, Mission U. And thank you so much, Mission U, because you are helping me in my profitability goal. (laughs) Mission U is an education for the 21st century. It's a one-year full-time program that gives you the skills and experience needed to launch a successful career with no upfront tuition costs or high-risk loans. Mission U's curriculum includes experiences with companies like Spotify, Lyft, Uber, and Warby Parker to provide their students with real work experience. Students are also matched with their own mentor to help them personally and professionally succeed throughout the program. Instructors are industry experts and leading practitioners. The course material is based on real company data sets, so you know that everything is applicable to the real world. You walk away with a debt-free future, a resume full of relevant experience, the foundation for a successful career, lifetime membership to the Mission U Network, and a universally valuable skill set for the 21st century jobs. To learn more about Mission U and to earn $500 upon completion of the full year program, go to missionu.com forward slash lead. That's missionu.com forward slash lead, L-E-A-D. Okay, back to our hot topic, vulnerability. I did a presentation for a local women's network about a year ago, and one of my clients came and sat in the front row. After the presentation, she came up to me all excited and said, I couldn't believe it. When you started talking, you did great. And then I saw your hands were shaking and I realized you were nervous. And I responded, yes, I was nervous. There are a lot of powerful women in this room. She went on, before today, I would never imagine you getting nervous about anything. And while I watched you be nervous and still do a great presentation, I realized I can do it too. Before today, if something made me nervous, I would avoid it. Now I know I can be nervous and do it anyway. And spoiler alert, before I speak and probably for a good minute or two at the beginning, I get nervous. Some of it's just excitement, but nonetheless, my mouth will get dry, my voice will tremble, and my hands may shake. I don't let that stop me. Because I'm clear that I can help people by doing public speaking, I take the risk of looking foolish and I speak openly and honestly. That's vulnerability. Just like the accomplished community, I want to encourage you to find more opportunities to seek to be vulnerable rather than confident. For those of you who need to tell your story as a part of your business or your career, you're going to need to get vulnerable if you want to create a human connection. I'm not just talking about facts and figures. That's transparency. You need to be transparent and authentic to the point that you expose yourself to being judged and rejected. That's vulnerability. 
If you are looking to transform a relationship in any area of your life, that's going to take vulnerability. If you want to have influence, start a movement, or gain buy-in on anything, you guessed it, vulnerability. To quote Brene Brown in her book, Daring Greatly, vulnerability is the birthplace of love, belonging, joy, courage, empathy, and creativity. It is the source of hope, empathy, accountability, and authenticity. If we want greater clarity in our purpose or deeper and more meaningful spiritual lives, vulnerability is the path. Amen, Brene Brown. (laughs) Vulnerability is on the agenda this year for me, so you'll be hearing more uh, about this topic. And so is my helping you to feel more freedom in your time. Like I've really gotten it over the last several weeks. Time is a big issue for many of us. And for those of you struggling with managing your time, my workshop may be the thing that does the trick for you in letting go of the overwhelm around your time. In this online workshop, I'm going to cover six different strategies that will help you get control of your time control of your calendar, and your peace of mind so that you are accomplishing everything you want to be accomplishing with more ease and a sense that there is plenty of time. To find out more about this workshop, this online workshop, I should say, and to sign up, go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash time. If this workshop interests you, but you can't make the call live, don't worry about it. Still register. I'll be recording the call and sending the link to the video and worksheets to anyone who registers. Again, to find out more about this online workshop and to sign up, go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash time. And did you know Podcast Movement, one of my favorite conferences, became a sponsor for Women Taking the Lead? Well, come one, come all this July to the world's largest and longest running podcast conference. Over 2,000 podcasters from around the world are headed to Philadelphia this July from the 24th through the 26th. The conference offers over a 100 sessions on topics ranging from technical aspects of setting up your equipment and the audio production, which makes me a little sick to my stomach, but is good information to have, along with the marketing and monetizing of your current or your future show. The Expo Hall features over 60 podcast service and equipment providers. So whether you're in the market for a microphone or trying to figure out where to host your podcast, anyone who matters will be on site to help you out. This conference has also attracted some of my personal heroes. I've chatted with Gretchen Rubin and her sister, Elizabeth Kraft, and I've had dinner with Dr. Clarissa Pincola Estes, who's the author of Women Who Run With the Wolves. If someone you admire has or is thinking about starting a podcast, chances are they're going to be there. So for $50 off any level of registration, visit podcastmovement.com and enter promo code LEAD. That's podcastmovement.com, promo code LEAD, L-E-A-D. Okay, before we go, I promise to give you an update on my goals. So the first one around the area of build more strength and endurance, my goal was to do 300 Spartan regulation burpees in one session by June 30th, 
and separately to do an unassisted pull-up. I just realized I didn't set a date for the unassisted pull-up, but let's assume it's December 31st of 2018. Originally, I guessed my baseline was 50 burpees in a session, but it turns out my baseline was 100. And the next week I did 120 burpees. And then last week I did 140 burpees. At this rate, I'll hit 300 burpees well before June 30th. Knock on wood. And during one of my burpee sessions, I got the inspiration to turn the achievement of 300 burpees into an event. Maybe find a a location to accomplish this goal, invite others to do burpees with me. Of course, they don't have to do 300 burpees. They can do however many they want, but it could be a fundraiser for a local charity and maybe do a Facebook Live. I'm still playing around with this idea. So if you have any feedback on it, like definitely let me know. So it was great that I was more fit than I had guessed in terms of being able to do burpees, but I was feeling like I was going to have to really raise the bar on this area of strength and endurance. And then I remembered, oh yeah, I also have to do a (laughs) pull-up. I don't think I'm going to accomplish this goal so easily, so it will probably keep me busy for a while. I already have a pull-up bar. My next step is to buy a set of pull-up bands, and I'll start with the largest band for support and then graduate to a smaller band when I can do three sets of five pull-ups in one session. That sounds right to me, but if you're a personal trainer and you have a better idea for me, let me know. I'm totally open to feedback on this goal. And also, I put in my goal that if I can't do a pull-up by September, like I'm not really seeing a lot of progress, I'm going to hire a personal trainer to help me with this goal. Okay, the second area was to be in a relationship. So the goal is to be in a committed, monogamous, romantic partnership with a man. So in this area, I'm taking on embodying being more open to partnership and having fun, right? Look the part. (laughs) I tend to be very focused when I'm out and about, and I've gotten feedback from friends and family that I give off signals like I'm already in a relationship or I'm too busy or disinterested in chatting with strangers. Sigh. (laughs) I'm going to have to change that. Um, I've also begun telling my family and friends about my goal. They are thrilled. And I've asked that they introduce me to single men that they admire and who they think I would get along with, preferably a man with some goals in life who's interested in self-improvement. You know, those are definitely areas that are important for me. So I'd like to partner up with somebody who also has that kind of frame of mind. I've also started to research online dating apps, and I've been asking around as to which one would be the best for me. If you've successfully done online dating and you have any tips for me, please reach out. You can either comment on any of the posts or tweets that you see for this episode, or you can email me directly at Jody, J-O-D-I, at womentakingthelead.com. Definitely also interested in feedback in this area. My intention is to do the organic thing to start and then create an account in an online dating app by probably the end of February. No, I'm not going to say probably by the end of February. Then the third area was to increase profitability in my business. So my goal is to have a net income earnings minus expenses of $80,000 minimum. I've created a spreadsheet that outlines how many books, assessments, strategy sessions, group programs, private coaching packages, etc. that I'll need to sell in order to hit my goal. 
Now I'm focused on the marketing and the promotion of those things. And this this is a hard one for me because the, this is not an area I love to give a lot of time and attention in. I love having conversations. I love connecting with people. I love coaching. I love delivering my services. And But I don't love planning the money part of the business. But this is an area that's hurt me, frankly, in the past. Like, I won't be able to keep doing the things that I love if I don't start hitting my profitability goals. So although I'm very uncomfortable in this area, I'm also willing to get a little vulnerable, actually a lot vulnerable, um, and start addressing the things that have held me back in this area. So now I'm focused on the marketing and the promotion of all of my products and services. And as for my profit and loss report, I'm going to have to give you the January update in the episode that I do at the end of February, but I'm in the black at this point by about a thousand dollars and I'm pre-recording this episode, obviously. So the final numbers are not in yet. However, if I'm going to have a net profit of $80,000, I'm going to have to do a lot better than this. And the last two goals, which were to do a Women Taking the Lead branded full day event in the summer or fall and outsourcing, those are contingent upon my profitability goal. So no real action taken in these areas as of yet, but I've started documenting some action steps I can take when I'm ready to take action. (laughs) Okay, that's it for now. Please feel free to reach out to me regarding anything you heard in this podcast, or if you're looking for some support with vulnerability or your goals for 2018, you can reach me at Jody J-O-D-I, at womentakingthelead.com. And as always, I hope this was helpful to you, and here's to your success. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson, so here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me and here's to your success. Thank you.